Weekly Podcast. Tell me about this uh, this drawing that you have here on your screen. And for those that are listening, Alf, over to you. Explain. Uh, yeah, I'm just spending a little time uh, polishing my skills at drawing. I've got this uh, app called Sketchbook Pro um, on my screen. And I've just been drawing a, a scene of a, um, a stag in the forest. Looks pretty um, cool, man. Question: Is drawing a perishable skill? Uh, you can you can get rusty definitely if you if you don't practice. Um, so it does it does pay to uh, definitely to brush up and keep keep the skills current. Yeah, you know, keep the hand eye and coordination and everything. So if you if you're drawing electronically with a with an iPad, how does does that differ in any way to drawing on pen and paper? Um, well, I use a tablet actually. I'm using a um, uh, Huion, Huion um, Canvas Pro 12. So it's like a tablet which has a stylus and everything. Um, that's the stylus there. And uh, it's pretty much like drawing on paper. The, um, the app just makes it a bit easier to, you know, to erase or backtrack or keep your, your pencil line you know, as uh, even as possible, but it's still pretty natural in, in that regards. Um, it's pretty good. Sorry, so that's a, that's a dedicated piece of equipment you bought for drawing or is it an application on the iPad? No, no, no. So it's a, it's actually a tablet. So um, it's a oh, hardware, okay. hardware device that, yeah, that basically I can draw on. Yep. So it's like another screen that I have on my on my desktop but uh it allows me to draw directly on it and how does the responsiveness of that device compared to an ipad is it um, better compared to an ipad uh it's probably about the same as an ipad it obviously like this connects directly to a um to the computer so there is some a little bit of latency but it's not it's not a huge like it's it's not huge, so I can definitely work with it. Um, I think I think an iPad these days is a bit more responsive, um, but this this in no way like this tablet in no way hinders my drawing ability or anything like that. So if anything, it improves it. So so I think the the iPad I have is about three years old now. Hmm. And as good as it is, it's not, I don't find it all that comfortable. It's not that uh, intuitive, I guess, just drawing on it. It just feels awkward. Um, drawing on, on an actual pad that you can sort of bend and is, is a lot nicer. It just feels a lot, a lot better. So as a, as a note-taking device, I've never really sort of built a habit around using that device. I, I, I just revert to typing. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's not so like that, I don't use this for any note taking or anything like that. Mostly just for drawing and, and painting and whatnot. Um, but I wouldn't draw it to a. I mean, like I wouldn't use it to type or, or write anything. Even though, like Windows Ten does have that that ability. I don't think I've met anyone who's who's like a heavy stylus user. Mm. I've I've seen people try and try and use them and they just look awkward and and when I see what they sort of write and the output it's like well you would have been better off yeah just typing it out yeah it's it's um, definitely probably in, in that regard it's better to to dictate instead of you know writing it out if you have that ability yeah yeah I guess the 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 applications I'm thinking of are you know during a meeting so business yeah, productivity yeah. environment yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah. If it, if so it's like a, if it's really like a page on a notebook, you can definitely do that. That's because you're using your own handwriting, and the, you know there are some apps that can um that can do that. But again, it's uh, just an extra step. Really. Yep. Yep. Hey, I wanted to talk to you about fitness. Yeah. Because you've started riding your bike again, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, when you're not feeling so sore from all the farm work you've been doing, come out for a ride. So maybe next weekend, depending on how you're doing. But yeah, come out to um with Hong An and I. So 
went out for a ride today, which is pretty good. But yeah, you should you should join us, man. Which is it's very easy pace. <clears throat> I saw the pics this morning and or just this afternoon and yeah, looked looked like fun and Hongan looked like she was having fun. <laughs> yeah, she was because she's so light. She's a very good climber. Yeah. So she started climbing up, going really hard up this hill, and I was just cruising. So I I just I just let her go. Mm. And I was thinking, what are you doing? Like you you're gonna you're gonna burn all your candles out. <laughs> and um and she did really well. She made it all the way to the top and then, you know, when I arrived moments later she was about to have a heart attack. <laughs> so I was yeah. wondering she's like, Oh, I'm exhausted. Let me let me let me wait here for a bit. So she was resting there for about five minutes. Yeah. I know what, what that what, feels what like. What made you go off and yeah. So, um we should go riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely keen. Um, again, it just depends on whether I have to work on a weekend or not. But um, the season's coming to an end, so hopefully uh, I'll have a bit more time as long as the uh, the weather holds out. And you know, well, def- definitely keen. weather-wise, I mean, it's normally by the time we get to Anzac Day, that's when we start to get frost. Mm. So there's not that many weekends left with glorious weather like we had today. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, true. Blue skies and it's pretty warm. It's like it's still pretty warm now. So <clears throat> yeah, man. So let's make make good use of it because once once we get into winter, then I will be riding out late mornings as opposed to you know really early, like yeah. I mentioned last yeah. week. And that's just to get out of the the, the frost and ride with at least some sun in the sky so yeah. it's not so painful um yeah but the other thing i wanted to talk to you about was check out the cold plunge.com the cold plunge.com and what that is it's a company based out in the u uh, the u.s that have come up with a uh, or commercialized a, a product for c- cold plunge pools. So cold plunging mm. is a really, really good uh, tool that you can use to help with recovery. I mean, there's a whole bunch of benefits, <clears throat> um, but the one that is of appeal to me is the uh, recovery effects that it has. So um can talk about the specifics of that in a second, but what most people... Yeah, I guess the poor man's solution to this is just a, an old tub filling it up with ice. Ice bath. And yeah. uh, yep. and an ice bath. Yeah, basically an ice bath. Mm. So the problem with ice baths is, you know, you use a lot of water. So, you know, and water does does go off. So you have to, you know, every, every couple of goes, you have to replace it. So that's a lot of water. That's one. Uh, two, ice is expensive if you buy it. Uh, you can buy a nice make and you can do it that way or you can, mm. you know, use ice cubes, a lot of them from your freezer. And so and it, it just becomes a cumbersome uh, process and, and time-consuming and pr- probably over time it, you know, just becomes a little bit too painful to sort of do mm. consistently. So there's a few companies now in the market that are, that have, you know, I guess come up with a commercial solution to that problem. But typically over the last couple of years, because I've been keeping mm. an eye on these things, they're, they're really, really expensive. So this is one that I came across that yep. is, yep. I mean, it's still expensive. It's a lot of money. It's about five grand US, but um, mm. it's it's a, it's an end-to-end all-in-one solution. So it comes with a special tub. Uh, it comes with a filtration system. So you fill it up once and then it just filters, it cleans the water. Uh, and and also you can get to very very low temperatures. So I'm seriously looking at at one of those. There's an Australian company, not this one. There's an Australian company that's also doing a product, and I'm gonna wait and see yep. what they come back to me with this week. So because I only emailed them this morning, so you know I expect that during business days I won't um, I won't hear back from them until this week. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm. You have to be brave, very disciplined to jump in, into a nice bath because it is pretty full on. And, and during yeah, yeah, during sure. the winter, I do I use my pool because that pool can get to about five, six degrees, but that's peak winter. So it's obviously a very small that. window. I was going to ask why you wouldn't use the pool, just jump in and 
Spend, well, I spend a I bit do. of time in there. And then I do. Out. So obviously you do, yeah. Yep. I do. It's fantastic, but but it's only a couple of months in the year. Whereas this time of year, it's just, mm. it's way too warm. Like even with the, the heater off and the blanket off, it's still way too warm. So yeah. you don't get the same, um, the, you don't get the same effect, the same benefit. So um, something like yeah. this gives you a, you know a solution all year round. And and believe me, like right now, my my legs are absolutely trashed, which is why today I didn't do a training ride. I just went out for a very light ride with Hong because my I really need the recovery. Mm. Um, and this whole week for me has been a recovery week but on friday night i used one of the gift vouchers i got for my birthday or one of hong's ones actually mm. and uh went and got a massage which was nice but i asked for a, a, a hard sports massage and my muscles are just stuffed so i really need <laughs> some recovery and I, and I yeah in fact i should probably just set up my bath and jump in there i might actually do that after this podcast um just mm. to recover a bit because I'm, I'm screwed, man. I'm sore. I'm getting old. <laughs> it, it it looks like a pretty good a uh, pretty good system. This um so plunge ball. That and a sauna in my garage, and and I can die happy, man. My life is fulfilled. <laughs> or live longer, really. <laughs> That's the point, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Having having the heat treatment to go with this, I think, would be like, you then have everything. You have all the tools to sort of maximize mm. um, the recovery benefits from, you know, riding a bike every day, which is quite taxing on the body. Um, you know, the effects of aging, obviously, just by the fact of getting older, your body takes longer to recover. Um, then there's all the, the I guess, the, the mental benefits, the therapeutic benefits, you know, the relaxation, stress reduction, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of benefits to this. Mm. Um, I love saunas as well. And I've got that, I mean, talking about it in previous podcasts, just the, the tent sauna, which is which is pretty good. You get a good good sweat and it does help a little bit with recovery. But uh, if you don't have your head inside, like you just it doesn't feel the same. Whereas if you walk into a sauna and it's the full body experience, then you... I think it, it it has a much better effect. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That looks good. Looks so. so that. So if I do end up getting one, uh, I'm going to force you to uh, take a nice <laughs> bath at at one degree. Oh, you know me. I'll try anything once. Within reason, <laughs> and this is within reason. Uh, cool, man. Cool. Definitely going to be fun. Now let's talk about let's talk about cool. cooking because yesterday we did pizza, and I don't know about you, but dude, that but was I the best. Pizzas were amazing. Those were that those was... were like good pizzas, man. Those are gourmet. Definitely, definitely. Meat lovers. So what, what do we have? Supreme. Yeah. Absolutely, meat lovers. So we had we had homemade dough, sourdough. Yeah. yeah. Sourdough base that hung on whipped up. Um, and she put the toppings on as well. I spread them out onto the onto the trays. The and stone was good using, too. We tried using the stone, yeah, yeah, for the first time, I think. I thought the stone was quite good. It did a really good job with the with you know making the the, the base crispy, mm, and the meat toppings I thought were delicious. And I really liked the fact that you guys just mixed it all up. So, what we have we had we had fennel pork sausage mm-hmm. from Happy Pastures in Fishwick, which is awesome butcher where I get all my meat. We had shout out to pepperoni. Happy Pastures. Shout out to Happy Pastures, yeah. We had uh, yeah the hot pepperoni. We had pialago smoked chorizo, which is we were talking about pialago last week. So indeed, yeah, we had indeed. their smoked chorizo. And what was the other thing? Ah, longanisa, Spanish longanisa, mm. which had a I think was also a little bit smoked too. Yep, yep. But goddamn, that was good. Oh, some, and, and some yeah. really nice Chilean wine. Yep, yep, to go along with it for sure. And some veggies and on, on, on top of that as well. 
on that note, I told my dad to buy a case mm. of that Aldi wine. So when he goes into Aldi this week, he's going to pick up a case and we're going to stash that because it's damn good wine. And it that's is. the kind of stuff you want to keep. Yeah, it was good. So I might actually get him to uh, maybe get two cases. Mm. Let's see what he says. And then just keep that there because, uh, you know, that in five years' time will be, if it's amazing now, it'll be amazing after. Mm, definitely. Yep. For sure. But definitely have to do that again and with the um put the pizza in the uh in the Traeger. Smoke it up. Yep. Yeah, the next one will be with the Traeger. So what are we gonna do next? Because we've done we've done Mexican not that long ago. We've done pizza. Mm. Last week we did we did the smoked seafood and meats. So the meat platter. Your tapas tapas style, yep. That was good too. Damn. It, it was good. <laughs> Blood pudding. Yum. Um, what can we do next? Mm. I'll have to look up and see what we can, what we can whip up. I've never tried making Indian food. Yeah, I think that's more involved. Takes more prep. A bit more. And you gotta let you gotta let things marinate and stuff, so Yeah. That's probably too much too much um effort for I guess weekend or just I guess regular week time constraints. Yeah, yeah. Um We could do what if we did I think I think if, if we you... did like a Latin theme. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say something? No, I was going to say if, if you stick to like stick to things we can smoke or uh, that isn't too much prep work in the in the kitchen. Like, you know, marinating meat is, is pretty easy. That's not a huge, huge effort. Um, but, you know, all the, all the prep work or the actual cooking, if you have to spend a lot of time in the kitchen, it's not really like a lot of fun. Mm. But... Um, yeah, simple, simple things that we can set and forget. Like, you know, smoking meats is definitely easy. We've done we've done a lot of briskets. So mm. I've done a lot of briskets on the trailer. In fact, I did one yesterday afternoon, which I took out early this morning. So my parents had some before. They told me it was actually really nice. So I'm looking mm. forward to that for dinner. Uh, pork shoulder is pretty good on the trailer. Done that a fair bit done the pork belly you can't crisp you can't crunchy the skin on it because it doesn't get hot enough yeah 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 that's my only um have you tried um ribs maybe once or twice yeah i think i did some pork ribs last weekend i think for my parents on a sunday they just had some yeah they had some pork ones yeah that that turns out really good okay it's, you yeah. smoke those yeah they're quite tasty it's just you know, not a, not an easy. Or it's not hard either. But you know, when you eat them, it's just a bit more messy. Because hmm. hmm. um, that that was the other thing I was thinking. You have a, like a southern, a southern mm. meal. Yeah, you know, barbecue ribs and uh, you know some coleslaw and yes, um, mac and okay. cheese or something like that. That kind of thing. So, see what Mister Google has to say about a. Southern style, uh, yeah. southern, southern style home dinner, or a southern yeah, style yeah. home dinner party. Yeah, you got your fried chickens and whatnot. Tablescape and cornbread. What do we got? Yeah, that's a good idea, man. Goddamn ads. <laughs> it's just just pictures and ads, for goodness sake. Yeah, no. Um, well, maybe we should we should theme it by season. So, what's a good you know August August um August autumn. 
All right, here we go. We got our Southern inspired dinner party menu from CamillesStyles.com. Biscuits with honey, lime, butter. Baby spinach salad with goat cheese and strawberries. Biscuits, which we braised call scones in Australia. Scones. Braised enen thighs with olives, lemon, and thyme. Rainbow carrots with tarragon yogurt and pistachios. Roasted wild salmon with citrus, chilies, and herbs. And brown butter um, pecan layer cake with blackberries and cream. Mmm. I like that. I like the, the salmon and the dessert sound really good. Yeah, for sure. So so we haven't... I mean, I've done salmons before on the Traeger and they turn out pretty nice. I've done snapper. Snapper is amazing. Mm. Snapper is just one of those things that just naturally has a really nice flavor to it. Yeah. And you don't really need to do much to it other than, you know, lemon and salt. Mm. Yeah, we could do that. I shall speak yeah, to that's, that's the boss. I can whip up some mac and cheese or something. Or the coleslaw. Get some slaw. Yep. It's all pretty easy. That um, that fried fish that you made when we had the Mexican night that was amazing. Yeah, for the uh, fish tacos. Fish tacos are my favorite. Yeah. Food. So good. What what did you use for that? What sort of fish? I what was it? Um, might have been snapper. I think. I think it was. I bought it at Aldi. I think I bought it at Aldi. Yeah, and just you know the the, the frozen type, and just yeah, cook it up, fry it up. A lot of uh, Mexican herbs and spices make it all spicy. Um, and then snap is good, man. Pair it with some cabbage or slaw, depending on what you want. A little mango, mango mayo. Mm. Yeah. Bit of lime. Delicious. I'm going to jump on to. Let's see. I'm going to jump on to Costco. Because they sell, they sell good meats, man. Yeah, they're pretty good. Just, just for some ideas to see if um, there's anything in here. We could do wings, smoked yep. wings. Yep, yep. Like with a with a proper marinade and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty good. We've never done sushi. Not sure if that interests you. Sushi. Like a homemade sushi. Hmm. That would be fun too. I'd love to try making a ramen when it gets ramen, a bit colder, yeah, which, which will be soon. Have you tried making ramen at home? Yeah, yeah. We've made ramen here at home. Um, when Jerry was around, we made a laksa as well. It's also fun. Um, How'd they turn out? Are oh, you happy with delish, it? Delicious, yeah. yeah. If, you, right. if you get good quality well, we ingredients, do that. definitely worth it. But yeah, um, well, we got sushi would be good too. We need one of the rollers, though, don't we? Rollers, just mm. just don't you the, need like um, a special rice mats. rolling thing to sort of wrap no, it all up. Just, just bamboo mats. I think I have a couple somewhere. Could do one. Um, I wouldn't mind doing homemade pasta. We yeah, yeah, that's super pasta. easy too. Yep, it just like you, if you need a, if you want to do it, you might need a. If you have a, like a pasta cutter, Hong or, just cuts it with a with a knife. Yeah, you can cut it with a knife as well. It just depends on how fa fancy you want to get and how thin, like you know, even you want to make it. Yep. Yeah. She just makes like a a fettuccine. Hmm. All right, that's some good ideas. I'll have a chat with her. Sweet. It's definitely um, Let's see what she says. It's good fun. Good fun cooking socially. Bunch of, bunch of meats. Oh, it's great fun. Great fun. After you left last night, I took a nap. Mm. 
for about 90 minutes and then I uh, got up to watch the soccer and I'm glad I did. Oh, really? Okay. It's my team, my team won. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> but uh, I was still pretty full. <laughs> yeah, man, that was, that was uh, very filling. Good, good mix of flavors with those meats. And it just went so well with the um, with the wine. The vino, yep. Hey, let's talk TV. Have you uh, have you watched Raised by Wolves yet? No. 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 On my wish list. Not second wish list, second season list. is out. Really good. Really good. Really enjoyed it. In terms of sci-fi, that's really good at this at this point. I'm really liking the uh, how how weird isn't it, it is. Russian? Russian? No, no, no. That's a Ridley Scott joint. I thought it was like a Russian production, but he might have brought it in or something. It's an American science fiction drama television. Okay, I don't know why I thought it was Russian. Created by Aaron. Guzikowski, who is he did the Predator, I think. No, was it the Predator? Polish or one of those weird films? He did Prisoners, Red Road, Prisoners by Wolves. Guzikowski. So yeah, he wrote. Hold on, what did he do? Did he write that? Yeah, he wrote it, and Villeneuve directed it. Yeah. Yeah, Prisoners is pretty good. Yeah, okay. I'll have to um put that up on top of the list. But as I told you yesterday, I've been watching Snowfall. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Snowfall, yeah. So I sure. want to finish that. That's on my list and I'll have to add that here. Yep. Because I need to add it to my media so. watch list. Um, the other thing was uh, I didn't write it down, but the Orville, which you, which I put on, which you put on your list, yep, last night as well. Yeah, that's worth watching as well. Now that uh, Star Trek is just nonsense rubbish. <laughs> Latest season uh, that's of uh, terrible. Picard and. Uh, Star Trek Discovery or STD as it's now known is being treated like an STD in that nobody wants it. It's so all the all the new Star Trek stuff is like that's an example of how you ruin a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, perfect example of how to ruin a franchise. How to take something that you don't know what it's all about and then trash it to the ground beat it like an old horse and expect it to still work for you. Yeah. Until it's just dead. It's garbage. That's why I was keen to watch some um, Next Gen last night, but yeah, unfortunately they've taken them all down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when that happened because I remember that they made a big thing about remastering them and then putting them up on, was it Stan or something? Well, yeah, like like I told you, it was it was remastered, but they didn't do the they didn't go back to the original film. They just uh, upscaled the um, the existing television um, footage, which meant you know the top and the bottom of the of the screens got cut off. That just it ruined the whole thing. Didn't do very well, and they sold it on on Blu-ray and stuff, but it didn't. It got panned. So the blah, 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 the next generation's featuring crystal clarity of 1080p, high definition, Blu-ray, digitally to remaster 7.1 sound. So that's on Amazon. Yeah, check out the review, see what they say. Because they record, they didn't do a very good job. Well, it's all five stars. Oh, hold on. Here's one, one star because he had a missing disc. 
The image quality is stunning. I watched episodes I don't even like just because of the improved quality. Note that it is still in four by three aspect ratio. Yeah. So. So this this was the one after they um they released that shitty version. So they went back to four by three. Yeah. But just upscale. So you get a square yeah. image in the middle of your widescreen TV. Yeah. But that's the way it was shot back twenty years ago. So. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're stuck with. Shooting it for TV. You've still got all your your old. You got it in VHS, don't you, or DVD? I've got them on Blu-ray. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I bought them on Blu-ray. Um, I think I'm missing a couple of seasons, so a couple of the later ones. But I do. I have them on DVD and on Blu-ray. I think. Yeah, I got a few of them from um, as gifts, birthday gifts, and Christmas and whatnot. Jeez, there's a real um. The the range in price for different seasons. So like season two is like eight dollars eighty on Blu-ray. And mm. then you go to season six and it's forty five bucks. On Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're harder to get depending on which season, yeah. I'm sure all the all algorithms there. All to pricing, monitoring a whole bunch of stuff to maximize mm. profit, I would imagine. Amazon's pretty good with that stuff. Yeah, I think I think yeah, what cool. most most people do is they end up buying, like starting to buy the seasons, and then they get, you know, just left by the wayside, and so they sell them off to, mm. you know, yeah, because they can't be bothered to keep up with the, with the series. Well, I will check out those recommendations that you made. Definitely check the Orville because it's the closest thing to to the next generation. Um, but it's also funny. Yeah. Orville, Orville, Orville. Why is that popping popping up on um? The, the Orville. Just doing a search for it. From 2017. Oh, yes. Yes. Seth MacFarlane. Yep. Yep. Creator of Family Guy and whatnot. So there's definitely some some comedy thrown in, but it's also, it has the heart that the next generation had. So it's definitely um, it, tr- it tries to to keep up that that kind of vibe from the next generation. Are they still making it? This one, yeah, yeah. So the the second season, I believe, just came out, or is due to season, come out. Yeah, here, here we go. Season two, season three, New Horizons. Sorry, three year. So it got June bought, the second. It got bought out by um some other network, and then yeah, they um. Yeah, it was due to be out in March, but I think they moved it back for some reason. Just put a bit more work in, into it. But I'm looking forward to it. But if yeah, if you if you start watching now, you should be um caught up for season three. Yep, I'm gonna check that out. It's good fun. Especially after the expanse, um, and I've started listening to the the new books, which were slightly delayed. So I actually got it this week. Mm. I was able to access that through um, Audible. What do you call it? Audible. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So I started listening to that. Which is pretty cool because it goes back to, uh, I would imagine it's a few decades before the TV season one started mm. because you've got the Mars colony um, probably a few years into its colonization. So that they've, you know, they've got a reasonable size colony and, you know, they, they've got 
more advanced technology than Earth by that point. Mm. Um, but there's no other than the sort of political tension that exists between colleges. There's no actual war. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, so I would imagine. I guess it's probably I don't know, maybe thirty, forty years or something before the uh, season one. I could be wrong. But well, yeah, yeah I think I think the TV show that. was was just a lot more condensed. They took a lot of the um, plot points from the books and just condensed them into a more action-packed and more interesting show, like for you know for the format. Yeah. Now, here is something which is worth looking at. I haven't gotten into it yet. Mm-hmm. It's called Better Than Us. So it's a sci-fi from 2018. Mm-hmm. It's a Russian sci-fi. And the basic premise of it here is a family on the brink of splitting up become the owners of a cutting-edge robot being sought by corporation homicide investigators and terrorists. So, yeah, it's a Russian... And if you look at the... Russian show. If you look at the um, the ratings on it, it's like Rotten Tomatoes 100%, IMDb 7.4, Premier Date is 9.6. So, it's supposed to be pretty good. Russian joint, huh? It's interesting that it's still on Netflix. Given all the current drama. Hmm. Current events. Maybe watch it before they pull it. Yeah, true. This guy says, this is the best thing I've watched for a long time. Just excellent TV. Not binge watch. Oh my God. What happens next TV? I find an, an episode at a time is enough, but hugely satisfying. Hard to pin down why it's so compelling. Just lots of little subtleties, some really interesting characters and deeply gripping and just enough action to be exciting, but not overkill. Hmm. I think that's on my the watch best list. best futuristic series I have it. seen. Yeah, cool. Definitely. So that's another one to watch. That's on Netflix. Yep, yep, yep. The ratings on Westworld uh, are okay. I tried to get into it. Westworld is good the first season, and then it's just the gets boring. Yeah. What was the other one you said? Um, no, just that one. I oh, just watched one, yeah. Yeah, like I, I tried to watch it, but it just not much was not much was happening. A bit like that Apple one. What's it called again? The one that um, you, Foundation. you like the books. Yeah, that's it. Shut your face. Too. That was great. A TV show? Yes. You liked the TV show? I liked it. I thought it was high, high quality, high quality production, oh, the, and it reminded me of the, the production the was good, but the storytelling was terrible. The actors weren't particularly good either. Yeah, I think I think we our, our opinions will have to differ on that. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Yes, I disagree. Foundation. That's good. I enjoyed it. Did you watch? Uh, you used, I never. I never actually watched any episodes of this. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sarah Connor Chronicles. I watched all of it. I did. I thought it was okay. For, any like, good? If you have nothing else to watch, I thought it was good. Um, it has its ups and downs, but it kept me interested enough to keep watching it. Yeah. Look, man, Foundation got a 7.4 rating on IMDb. It's not that bad. 7.4, above average. IMDb is a bit of a joke, though. I think Metacritic and... I like Rotten Tomatoes. That's usually pretty close to my taste. Let's see what Metacritic say.
Foundations. Let's have a look. I guess I'm biased because I, I did I did read all the books and I really enjoyed them. Isaac Asimov. I'm not getting any hits. In Metacritic. Really? Foundation. Oh no, there we go. Foundation sixty-two. Yeah, it's still above it. Which is generally favorable. User score is mixed or average. Which I think is about right. It's a it's a hard topic to like it's a hard series to um, to work with to try to recreate. Because have, have a listen to this. It feels like clickbait using Asimov's masterpiece. Forgetting the books is yet another quite lame sci-fi series. In this case, too expensive for its own good. If you love the books, you'll hate the series. If you know nothing about the books, you'll be bored out of your mind. All around bad drama series with the sci-fi coding. Yeah, I kind of felt like that last bit. <laughs> You'll be bored out of your mind. Well, they not only swapped characters, events, plots, genders, races, they also obviously swapped writers to some woke, blue-haired, trans, whatever person. <laughs> <laughs> An insult to Asimov. The reason I'm so mad about it, it could have been a brilliant series if they didn't do that. It's not as bad They as have the grandeur, the effects, the everything, but they bleep ruined everything look it's not it's i'm gonna say this is not as bad as picard or any of the star trek current star trek series it's definitely not as bad as that so it's watchable i i did enjoy there's one thing that i enjoyed and that was the the dialogue between the um the emperors oh yeah the way they're they're set up to have different uh those scenes were usually good yeah yeah. Yeah, clones. Yeah. Three three yeah. generations of clones. Mm. I like that. Was that in the book? I think it's a bit more expanded in the series, but it, it does that's one of the reasons why um why what is it? Harry Selvin has to uh you know, comes up with the whole psychohistory theory. Because it's you know like humanity's on a on a downhill slope towards destruction, yeah. Because of the the way it's being run. Which is uh, quite timely, really, and I think that's why they that's why they were making it. Well, let's see what they say about um this uh, Russian one. Which is what I say it was. Better than us. What is the name? Better than us? Yep. Better than us. TV shows. Nothing. Better than us. Oh, on Metacritic? Hmm. Oh, okay. It should be there. I can't imagine why it wouldn't be there. Well, because it's Russian, maybe? They've taken it down. Oh, maybe. That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah, there's no results. Interesting. Yeah, these these Russian productions are all endangered species at this uh, at this point. Yeah, there's nothing on it on Metacritic, which is really odd. But if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, it's there, mm. and it has five critic ratings at a hundred percent, and audience score is eighty-two percent with a hundred and fifty-three. So it's pretty good. Was it you were telling me you were going to start watching Babylon Five, right? I thought about it, but I don't know how watchable it is given given its age. I'm told that it hasn't aged particularly well, and also there's just so much other stuff to watch as well, mm. right? So, 
And you said you were going to watch Devs, right? Yeah, that's another one to get into, and that? that is no, not yet. No? So that's a that's okay. the Garland. Yep, yep. I really enjoyed that. Series. So, um, Ex Machina, obviously, really good. Uh, I really like Twenty Eight Days. Um, Annihilation, I thought was garbage. I think that's when Netflix sort of tried to maybe cash in on on him with X Machina because it did such a good job with that. But yeah, Annihilation was yeah, yeah. well, Natalie Portman as as your as your lead. Mm. You know, Chris's, immediately you just you just shot yourself in the foot. <clears throat> yeah, you know, and then they thought Let, let's just stick Oz, uh, Oscar Isaac in there. Yeah, they should have gotten him to play Natalie Portman. Plus himself, and I'm sure it would have been a much better movie. Yeah, for sure. Check yeah. out also uh, Tales from the Loop. That's an interesting sci-fi series. Really good. Um, remember CGI. Tales from the Crypt? I do remember Tales from the Crypt, but this is a, a bit different. This is all sci-fi. Townspeople live above the loop, a machine built to unlock and explore the mysteries of the universe. Cool. It it is very it's it's interesting. Um, like I said, it's really good CGI. Cool. What's that on? Um, Prime Video, if I recall correctly. Yep. Yeah, it's on Prime. Okay, uh, we'll check that too. One season of it. Interesting. Is there only one? I thought there was more. Okay. From 2020, yeah, only one season according right. to this. Right. Is there a season two of... Ta- da, 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 has not yet been renewed for a second season. The streaming platform and the show's creators have yet to officially renew the season, but there is something else you should know. Nathaniel Holpern... The showrunner previously stated that they had a plethora of ideas for a potential second season. Mm. I hope they do. It's a good... Oh, cool. I, I enjoyed it. And it's set in the 1980s. Yep, yep. Early 1980s. But yeah, the, like the style of the, of the, the sci-fi is really, really nice, really well made. A bit like uh, Stranger Things. Early early mid eighties setting yeah, as well. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. It's there. an international production too. I can't remember where it is. Swedish or something like that. But it's in that. The only thing I've noticed is th- there's stuff that doesn't even pop up uh, on my on your feed. On my feed. Yeah, yeah I, I notice the same when I go to your place and look through your Netflix thing. There's like stuff that you watch that I've never seen on my, I've never seen come up on my feed either, which is very interesting. This might be good. It's a dark comedy series. Mm-hmm. It's called Hunters. It's on Prime as well. Hunters. I think I might have seen that. Ratings are okay. So have one season of it. Nazi hunters discover hundreds of high-ranking Nazi officials in New York City in 1977, conspiring to create a Fourth Reich in the US. The hunters set out to bring the Nazis to justice. Uh, okay. That's a bit silly. Maybe it's not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's oh, a that's a, is that a series, is it? Oh, it is yeah. a series. Hunters. One season. No, I haven't seen that one. I think I'm thinking of Mind Hunters. They are making a second season of it, though. It's inspired by true events. Al Pacino. Wow. But what? Why New York? Why would they go to New York? They all went to Argentina and Chile and Patagonia. They didn't go to New York. everything happens in New York, mate. <laughs> if it's not in the US, it never happened. How about a, an older one, Orphan Black? Have you watched Orphan Black? Uh, no, I haven't. No. I heard of it. I liked it because of the the lead actress, actor Tatiana Maslany. 
she plays like all these different characters, like up to twenty-five roles in a in a single show. In a single episode? No, no. Well, in in the single show, in the through the span of the show, she plays all these different ones. But like maybe up to four, maybe five or six in in an episode or something like that. So is it kind of like um, she's not tri- time traveling or anything? No, she? no, no. So she's uh, I can't spoil it too much, but essentially it's cloning. Okay. So it deals with cloning, but she she does a great job just playing all the different per, you know persons. Um, Maslani, she's a and the way they filmed actress. it as well. Yeah, she's the next uh, She Hulk, by the way. She's going to be Marvel Marvel's She Hulk. Did you ever watch In the Night of? In the Night of doesn't sound. Like I remember. That is quality. That is quality TV. And the ratings, yeah, the ratings are pretty good because I really enjoyed that. That was proper. In the night of... Or the night of. You know when HBO just sort of get their shit together and just focus on doing something really good? That's an example of one of those things. TV so miniseries? One, one season. The night yep. of 2016? Yeah. Yep. Okay, no, I haven't. I'll have to look that up. Watch that, man. That's that's really, really good. Okay, 8.5. Interesting. All right, that's on my list. You will like it. It's on Bunge. Uh, I'll put it on Plex. So I don't have Binge. Oh, dude, my back is sore as yeah i know how that feels like <laughs> it's no good yeah it's sitting down on this uh on this joe rogan chair is not isn't that supposed to really help isn't it er- like ergonomic yeah it's a good chair you can have the best chair in the world the most well designed but ultimately you're still sitting he said it was the sitting shit. compresses your spine and if you have back problems Sitting is not good. That's yeah. why I stand. I use a standing desk. And if I sit down for any kind of period of time, like an hour, then I start to get a yeah, sore back. Definitely. And that's just because I'd spend so much time on the bike. So I'm like, I spend hours every week sitting down. It's not good. Mm. So it is not good. Yeah. But I've, this is more as a result of oh, the massage I got mm. on Saturday. So the muscles are still tender. Yeah, I've yesterday got to, was a pretty hard ride. I've got to do some, find some good, a good back strengthening techniques, exercises. Well, come over to my house and I'll show you. Um, Workout. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. You can make it. Ride your bike over so then you don't have to spend waste any thousands fuel. of dollars on driving to your place. <laughs> it's a two and a half thousand dollar trip to my house it's a 10 minute trip from your, your place to my two and a half g's yeah. i'm just glad i don't have a gas guzzler at the moment yeah your, your car's pretty fuel efficient yeah but you could just ride your bike can you imagine me riding over to your place up the hill be here in 30 minutes it's insane 30, 30 minutes like be fine no way. I'll just drive. I'll, I'll, I'll cop the the financial hit. <laughs> Two and a half grand. Now, riding riding from your place to my house would probably take for you. It would take for me. I think it's about. Well, it depends. If I take the roads. Maybe 45 minutes. It's very if hilly. If I take the fire roads, probably about an hour. Yeah, it's very hilly. A lot of, uh, lot of elevation. Mm. Which um, I'm not up to that fitness level yet to be able to ride all the way to your place, especially up the, the last bit up, up your driveway. And then have it's to do a workout. It's fun coming down. Oh, yeah, for sure. It would be. You can, you can easily hit 60K an hour. Mm. 
going down on um King's Highway, even down the the fire roads, because if you go through the nature reserve, there's um it takes you to the back of the Queenland playing fields, and you can you oh, can yeah. hit sixty in segments. So you can almost avoid the the, the dangerous roads. Mm. You can, in fact, you can pretty much yeah, like almost avoid like maybe ninety eight percent of them. There's a there's a stretch where you have to kind of go through, but yeah, not even then. Nah, you can avoid them almost completely because the that new road that they built, the Ellerton extension. Yep, yep. So that that's pretty safe because there's there's bike paths, mm-hmm. so you don't have to ride on the road. And yeah, if you go through the the through the back of the uh, playing fields, it's just all fire. Well, that, all that also has a bike path on the on the right hand side or left hand side. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right next to well, it. on both sides. Yep. But the one on the next to the on the left hand side going to your house is uh, just a hard shoulder. But yeah, it's mm. all really well marked. It's a good bit of road. It's fast because it's just new proper proper asphalt. Yeah, they didn't cheap out. They just built a proper road there. So. <clears throat> yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's good fun. You should give it a go. Let well, me um, know if you want to do it. I'll try to make it on a on Tuesday. I'll let you know. I should be able to. So it'll be good. Tuesday, Wednesday is Canberra Comedy Festival. So Chris is going to be performing. That's right. From Wednesday. 8.30 to 9.30 at the Courtyard Studio. At the Canberra Theatre. Yeah. Have you got your tickets? I haven't. I got to buy tickets. I should have bought them. Ever. <laughs> I, I, I left it way too late. I think. I have to see if there's still any available. Yeah. Go check. And what's this here? It says capacity and mask wearing. So you don't have to wear a mask. But there's no allocated seating in the courtyard studio. Doors will open approximately 15 minutes before the advertised show's start time. So that's the 23rd, right? Yeah, 23rd. He's doing his Mephisto Waltz set. Oh, hold on a second. I said, it says, at the Courtyard Studio at the Canberra Theatre Centre, but then the tickets say the Civic Pub. So it's at the Civic Pub. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, got two tickets for that. Yeah, the Facebook says Canberra Theatre Centre. So. But that's not Canberra Theatre. Well, I don't know. It says They're, they're, they're an organiser, but the event itself is at the Civic Pub. The location here says Canberra Theatre Centre. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to send him a message. <laughs> Chris, what the hell is going on? I think you may be kind right. They might I'm just be messaging him. He should be here. I guess he's super busy preparing for the show. He is, he's preparing, yeah. Relearning the the whole set from from the last show. Well, that's a bit. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. I don't know why it's. Yeah, it's part of the Canberra Comedy Festival, which is that they're doing at the Canberra Theatre, but his show is at Civic Pub. It's in satellite. Yep, event location. Oh, God. Now it says, nah, at the Canberra Theatre. Oh, man. (laughs) There you go. So if you were going to that, then definitely go to the Canberra Theatre and not the Civic Pub. Let me just double check that I'm not lying. Wednesday, 23rd of March. 8.45. The email, they sent me a reminder email with a copy of the tickets at 4.09 p.m. So, 
just under an hour ago and those tickets say Civic Pub. Civic Pub. Okay. New tickets. He's actually asking me now. New tickets or the old tickets? New tickets. What a kerfuffle. (laughs) He doesn't. (laughs) He sent me a selfie. He doesn't look impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm looking here at the where I actually buy tickets, and the venue says the courtyard studio. I'm going to forward it to him so he doesn't think that I'm pulling his leg, yeah, yeah. Chris. So, I don't, I don't know anymore. I don't know where it is. Okay, so he's happy that I, that I let him know. <laughs> Oops. That would have been a disaster. Rocks, he rocks up to the wrong place. Oh, God. That would be hilarious. Or if he rocked up late to his own show. Yeah. I would I would personally find that funny. I think people that know Chris, I would find that hilarious <laughs> if he you know turned up an hour late. It would be pretty funny. And if you're listening, Chris, I I would be, I would be telling the crowd, I'd be saying, Don't worry. He's on time, but he's on he's on the Chris clock. <laughs> So he'll be here, you know, maybe an hour, an hour and a half after the uh, agreed start time. <laughs> so the courtyard studio is at the Kemper Theatre, right? I guess it would be. Search. The courtyard studio, Canberra Theatre Centre. Yep. Yeah, so according according to the Cambridge Theatre Centre, so he's got page, a ticket that says court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's that's where it says it's a multi it's a multi venue event. It'll be it'll be hosted simultaneously at the Courtyard Studio and at the Civic Pub. And at the Civic Pub, so yeah. those at the Civic Pub are going to be watching a television or something. Yeah, watching it through Zoom. <laughs> watching it through FaceTime. It's going to be interesting. Okay, so Dude, I'll get tickets. I'll I get tickets. am going to get off this chair. Yep, yep, yep. And eat something because my back is killing me and I'm hungry. I was going to say. But, um, I was gonna, oh, I was they gonna, screwed up nope. the right the time as well. Apparently, Did they? it's at eight forty-five. Sorry to j- jump in there. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So it's, okay. So yeah. So that my my tickets are screwed. Right. So it's at it's at eight forty five. Yep, yep. Okay, well anyway. Sorry, you were saying I was gonna say I'll see you on Tuesday for the workout. And then yep. Wednesday. Because you're you're going to the show anyways, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to the show. Yeah, so Wednesday. Could, Wednesday night, yeah. Drop by yours and we could go together or something. If you're uh, So then we we only have to pay well, I'll, give, I'll give you some cash for, as to, <laughs> for fuel. As opposed to $5,000 in fuel. Yeah. I'm glad I checked, got this location right because it could have been like an extra $1,000 just on the, on the car <laughs> trouble alone. Going Indeed. from the courtyard studio to the Civic Pub. All because I didn't buy a ticket earlier. Lucky. Yep. You need people like me, see? <laughs> That's hilarious. The fact that right, he didn't realise either. So you're coming over on Tuesday and then Wednesday evening and we'll go see the show. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Cool. I'll book after All right, I man. get off. Cool. Uh thank you. And I will see you soon. Thank you everyone. Good night. Good night.